0: Hey folks, welcome back to The Water Cooler. What's up? We're out with you live and in person this time. With millions.co, our newest partners. We're so blessed and just thankful that these guys are giving us the opportunity to put our platform out there along with theirs and just take millions and The Water Cooler to the moon, baby. Let's get it. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Like Levi said, thanks for millions for platforming us. For those of you who listen, audio version will still be available at all the same sites. Just an additional site here right. at Millions, So happy to be here. That being said, Levi, hit us with the performance of the day. Performance of the day is going to be an American, American vibe right here. You ready? Let's hear it. Kurt Angle, 1996, won the gold medal in the Olympics. Six months before the Olympics, breaks fractures two vertebrae in his mm-hmm. neck, still wins the match. Proceeds to not listen to his doctors. Goes in and destroys the Olympics, taking gold medal '96 in Atlanta, our hometown. I had to, just I had to. It's American, we had to. It's true. Oh, it's true. Oh yeah, it, a it is. It's broken, freaking it neck. Is. It's this crazy part too: two broken vertebrae or like two mm-hmm. fractured vertebrae. Like, then how do you even like function and like move around? I know he had to take mm-hmm. like a cortisone shot before the like wrestling match or whatever. But yeah, that's still that's that's Kurt insane. Angle. Just when you look at him, he doesn't look like he's that physical of a presence i mean he's like what six two like he's not the biggest guy in the room but at the same time he's just a bad bad man major he was pretty big he was he wasn't like insanely massive or anything but he was he was a big old boy but yeah he uh yeah you you gotta have so much respect for people like that just to not give up and not like just give in and he could have easily just given up on the match giving up on the wrestling, and just said, you know what, I'm going to take my time off, do my thing. Mm -hmm. No, that's putting your head down, putting your grind on, and saying, I'm doing this for me, and whatever else. Like, I mean, shoot, if I hadn't made Team USA, I'd be happy. I mean, if I broke my neck, like, I wouldn't be wrestling some major top-level competition at the Olympics. That's a grown man move. Fun Kurt Angle story for you. So when Brock Lesnar first got started in WWE back in 2002, he had just been like an NCAA champion wrestler, and he was going around telling everybody how there wasn't anybody that could whoop him in the locker room. And Kurt Angle, Mister Olympia, was like, "Excuse me, young yeah, man, who like are you? don't yeah. don't be uh, writing checks that your mouth can't cash." Mm-hmm. And so he challenged Brock Lesnar to a wrestling match okay. in the locker room. And Kurt Angle beat Brock Lesnar in a like freestyle wrestling match in the locker in the <laughs> locker style. room. That just goes to show how nasty Kurt Angle is with that kind of stuff. Like, you, you can put certain people in certain situations and let them just shine. Mm-hmm. And that, that's Kurt Angle's, like, shining moment. Is any kind of wrestling, just put him in yeah. there with anyone, he's gone. Even Brock Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. Like, they call him the Beast, and that's a great wrestling nickname. But if you look at him, he just doesn't look human mm, He's all. just such a – he it's looks scary. more like a beast yeah. than a man. It's scary. Like, whenever him and uh, Alistair Overeem or whatever – Yeah. Uh, they did the UFC match. And this is mm-hmm. before they tested for anything, and you just like yeah. see them both like walk up to the stand, and they're like getting weighed in, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, how does a human even like physically get like that? Like that is not human. That is not human. I uh, when you just look at what Brock Lesnar does with his life, he yeah. lives in Canada in the middle of farm and just probably chops wood and hunts all day. Like right. he's an old school mountain man. Taking but, it back to like the good old days of working out, like don't no mm-hmm. have to use weights or nothing, just actually I, working. He's from a farm in Minnesota. That's just yeah, pure that's like farm boy yeah, strength. Straight up. But great pick for performance of the day. Somebody who's been doing not too good as far as performing goes is Mac Jones with the Patriots. Oof. He's in the middle of a very fierce quarterback battle. Oof. Do you think he's gonna be the starter come day yeah, one? A hundred percent, just because I mean it takes a couple times a couple years for people to really like I mean this just like second year and third year in the league right now. It's going to take mm-hmm. a couple years to figure it, figure it out, but also you can't like take too long. Yeah. Cuz once you start taking too long, you know, you're you ain't going to have a job, you're not going to have anything. So that's a I guess that my biggest thing with him would be is just this year, if you're not going to do it, don't do it at all. Like yeah. you, you got to go balls to the wall, you got to go as hard as you can no matter what. You got to mm-hmm. at least make the playoffs. If he yeah. starts he has to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, I think they should go with him. because he's got the national championship pedigree. He's a saving product. Like he's got the talent. He just has to be able to translate it from the mind to the field. But Lamar Jackson endorsed Malik Cunningham. Yeah, I like that. Which Malik is Cunningham, pretty dude. pretty high praise. His plays on Friday, or yeah, I think they put it on Friday, but his plays in the fourth quarter where honestly, because he started out playing wide receiver and then the mm-hmm. fourth quarter comes in and plays quarterback, rushes for like X amount of yards, but it has a rushing touchdown as well in the big time moment of the game. Like that is where, I don't know. I mean, you just see stuff like that and it's oof, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to beat someone that charisma, you know, like just going balls to the wall every second, every play, just trying their hardest to make something happen. That's, and Mac Jones, obviously, he's not a runner. He's not any of that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, but I he's mean, he's kind of the Tom Brady mold exactly. of he's just a gunner. Exactly. And, like, don't get me wrong, that that's nice to have and all, but you also need to, uh, you have to be able to, like, run. You have to be able to get out of the pocket. You have to be able to make a first down if needed. Like, there's so many different things that you have to be able to do that I believe Mac or Malik Cunningham can do. Or will have the potential to do better than Mac mm. Jones. I mean, I think he will just be able to get out of the pocket better, be a better runner overall. You I mean all you gotta do is work on your arm a little bit, and you'll be better than Mac Jones. Like me and you, can go out there and throw football better than Mac Jones sometimes. Easy now. Don't disrespect the Mac Daddy. He's I don't he's yeah I, got it good. I don't care about Mac Jones though. I, I, it, don't get me wrong, he's a good guy, good good football player. But I just I wouldn't draft him if he if was the last person to take. Just <laughs> that's just me. That's me. He won't do anything in the NFL, I don't believe. It, but I mean, probably not. There's a lot of good college athletes that you think have a lot of potential when they're in the NCAA. I think I talked in one past episode about basketball. Like you look at Christian Leitner or Tyler Hansborough. Their yep. collegiate career is amazing. Pro career is not so much. Adam Morrison, the Gonzaga native. <laughs> and Matt Jones seems to be on that trajectory in the NFL. Bill Belichick's post-Brady career is just not going good no, at all. Not at all. Do you think it's, he'll be able to resume no. anywhere near his old success? No. no. And that's like the bad part is, is like it was a lot to do with Belichick and stuff, but, dude, it was Tom Brady out there throwing the football, making the plays yeah. happen. Like, you can call the play, but he's got to make it happen. And, How but- would you divide up the percentage of Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick as far as he was more responsible for the dynasty? 75-25, Brady, because he made most of the plays. Like I just said, he's the yeah. one making the plays. Belichick's just calling them. That's fine. I mean, that's a good play call. You're doing really good, but you're not making the play happen. You're just calling him. That defense, though. Yeah, their defense has always been stupid. But that's definitely where Belichick shines on the defense end, which is probably why he hasn't had a good job drafting and picking quarterbacks since Brady's left. Yeah, well – You got to think about it. Mac Jones was the first quarterback they drafted when he left. They signed Cam Newton, though, and that went horrible for both parties. Well, Cam Newton's been a bomb since he lost that Super Bowl with the Panthers, bro. He's. (laughs) I mean, granted, though, you got to say this about Cam Newton. Cam Newton leads almost every statistic when it comes to running the ball or anything to do with rushing the football as a quarterback. He owns every statistic possible with that. And, like,
1: for now, Lamar Jackson's
0: probably going to blow him out of the water with all of it. 100%. Like Lamar Jackson's going to be—I don't know if he'll be number one. Who do you think is more important to the development of Russian quarterbacks, Michael Vick, Vick or yeah, Cam Newton? No, Fuck Buff- are you stupid? That's the—I uh, love you, dude. But that was—I just—I just—I wanted you on it. the record. I love you, but that is the dumbest question. You How many asked. Super Bowls did Michael Vick make it to? It doesn't matter about that. You didn't ask about Super Bowls. You said running the football. Yeah. Michael Vick is the epitome of running the football as a quarterback. He is the running the—he is the quarterback who runs the ball. Like, I don't care about nothing. Mike Vick is... What was that tomorrow. game? Was it, like, a Madden 04 when Mike Vick running was, like, a dude, cheat? Yeah, I literally just saw a tweet on this the other day. It was 4th and 39. I'm still running the ball with Mike Vick. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, dude, that is so true. Because we used to play that game on, like, the PlayStation or something. But PS2? Yeah. Yeah, you could literally... Like, Mike Vick is... I watch his high college NFL highlights just to get hyped up. Like I, if I'm having a bad day or something, six o'clock going to work, going down the road, I'll just have Mike Vicks highlights popped up. Oh, let's go. Gets me going. Mm-hmm. Gets me going. Second greatest Atlanta Falcon of all time. Who's the first? Matt Ryan. Ah. Yeah, you're right. Just statistically. Yeah. Statistically. But as a if player. If you're going by talent, Deion Sanders is number one. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: You can or maybe Julio.
0: No, fuck. no, he's not. You want to thank Julio? No. I, Julio, I like Julio. Julio had, like, a span of a few years. He was really, really good. And I was like, yes, he's doing amazing. And they just stopped. Like, he just fell off. It was like, bro, what are you doing? You got hurt. He was tough to watch on Tampa Bay with Brady. I was really hoping that paying out, he could have, like, a career resurgence. But that was not what ended up happening. They were pitiful. And he's on his way out, I feel like, of the league. Heck, yeah. Shout out Taylor, Bubba. I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Checking in on us. First live stream ever. This one goes out to you boys. Kudos. But, yeah. Anyway, back to Julio, dude. It was, uh, when he got hurt after he caught that ball over Luke Cochley, you remember that? Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was like 2013 or 14, but he just right over him. Runs in the end zone. Ah! Puts his head (laughs) down. Dude, he's, that was, that's when I was like, all right, Julio Jones is legit. And then after that season, it was like, Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, bro, come on. I need you to do something here. We're, like, And yeah. all, all they had to do the Super Bowl year was score a touchdown. Score one touchdown in the second half. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. What do they do? I mean, that Super Bowl meltdown is probably the biggest disappointment and biggest choke job of all time. That's why. If I had to say so. Uh, that's why it's hard for me to, like, I don't know. Like picking the number one overall Falcon and all that kind of stuff is so hard mm. just because, like, the bad taste I have of 2016. It makes me not even want to, like, put anyone from that team in that category just because of how much, like, I hate I have against them. I mean, you could say that about the 90s Braves, though. How yeah, but they came through. They won once. How matter. many times did they choke? At the least World they Series. won once. At least they won. They didn't get all the way there, blow a freaking 25 run lead. And, like, that's just. Speaking know. of. The Braves and twenty run leads, they just whooped oh, yeah, the up Mets. on the Mets. Was yes. oh, twenty one to three? Twenty one three. I think it was a doubleheader yesterday. So twenty one first game, and then seven something the second game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our bats are fun. And dude, shout out to Allen. Okay, I forgot his last name. Was a pitcher. With a w. Yeah, it starts with a W. But he's a substitute teacher. Seven scoreless innings. Or yeah, it was seven scoreless something like innings, that. something like that. But he uh. It was very, 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 very good performance out of him. We needed that because Braves last few series they lost. Went to Chicago, lost the series to the Cubs. Went to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are one of the worst teams in MLB. Lost that series. Then they go to New York and just absolutely put a hurting on the Mets, and that was just that was a one to watch. That would suck so much in the game one of a doubleheader when you get beat twenty one to three. It's like why well, haven't bothered coming out for game two? Yeah, <laughs> like can like, I just fan. count as both? I'm a New York fan. I get tickets to both games. Twenty-one to three. After the third inning, it's like seven to nothing. I was like, how about we just divide that in half it. and say they beat us ten to one the first game and ten to one the next? Yeah, game. like whatever. Something, dude. It just got to a point where I mean, it had to be in like the fifth, sixth, sixth not seventh or eighth inning. I'd say when it's like twenty to three or twenty mm-hmm. to two. Like, how do you just physically sit there and watch that game? Like, as a Mets fan, like, Honey, the they, Mets? were they at home, mm-hmm. the Mets? I'm yeah, surprised they we were in New York. Did they get booed? No, I have. I if I was a home, Mets fan, sure they, so they, they probably did. Dude, Those are tough crowds, dude. And now I wanted, I wanted to say something too. The Mets are just—they're absolutely in shambles right now, and it's amazing to watch. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you, anybody's familiar with Barstool Sports? Obviously, I'm sure everyone is. But hey, they have an employee there named Frank the Tank Fleming who is, like, the biggest mm-hmm. New York sports fan ever. And the Braves live so rent-free in this guy's head that Alex Anthopoulos, the GM for the Braves, mm-hmm. actually sent him a piece of paper and, like, a letter to the mail. He now owns stock in the Atlanta Braves just because <laughs> of, like, how big is. They're trying to troll him, pretty much. Yeah. And so he, they sent him that, and he owns, like, X amount of percentage in the Braves. <laughs> and he literally looks at it, and he goes, dude, it's from the freaking Braves, bro. I, I can't do this. And he's like, what is it, what is it? He's like... Oh, at least I can make decisions now. I have stock in the team. He started making trades, trying to make trades and stuff. It was so funny, dude. But yeah, like when you're doing so good like the Braves do, mm-hmm. like I, or have been this season, you can literally just live rent free in a lot of people's heads. That's yeah. that's how you do it right there. That's the World Series is theirs to lose. Oh, right now. 100. percent I don't think anybody in the National League will beat them. I, I just don't see it. Phillies mod if they can keep throwing no hitters like they did the other day. Yeah, he got lucky. Like, I can't stand the Phillies. I hate Bryce Harper sometimes, but I like Bryce Harper sometimes. He's cool. I hate he got ejected, dude. The umpires, this this MLB mm-hmm. season, the umpires have been complete dog, duke, and a half, dude. It's yeah. it's bad. Who do you consider to be the Braves' biggest travel? Not right now, just like in our lifetimes. The Phillies or the Mets? Uh, well, I'd it, have like, to say the Phillies. I know historically I it's say, the Mets because of the 90s and all that. Well, I like, was going to say like the earlier 2000s when like, we were growing up and stuff it was phillies because i mean every Ryan howard jimmy rollins chase utley all those guys well it was just those those teams were always you knew every year they were playoff bound so that's as long as you could keep up with the phillies then you had a chance to make to the playoffs in the wild card Mm -hmm. but now they're i don't know we like you just said this whole entire season is ours to give up it's ours to lose it's ours to mess up whatever we want to do but i think we're in a spot now that we're that we have so many veterans, but also so many young guys who just mm-hmm. they mold together so well. It's insane. It's fun to watch too. Yeah. Now to backtrack back to the NFL. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers just started his career with cool. the New York Jets in the preseason. Got a big win. Jordan Love yep. just started with the Packers. Got 46 yards and a touchdown. Yep. How do you think the season's going to go for either one of them? I uh, think Aaron I- Rodgers on the Jets. He's kinda of like Chris Paul on the Suns. This is his last best chance. Jordan. I think it's more or less like I don't think of us, all this hype that comes with the Jets having Aaron Rodgers, you know, Garrett Wilson and whoever they whoever all the wide receivers, Miko Hardman. But they uh they were talking about in hard knocks and training camp and all that mm-hmm. how Aaron Rodgers is already frustrated with the way they're playing and like how they had the joint practice with another team. I think it was Carolina or Houston. I can't remember which one it was, but it was, it was Carolina. And they had preseason, like football practice against them. Man, two minute drill. They didn't even score. They didn't get down the field. Um, Aaron Rodgers got off the field and like one of their linemen said something and they jawed to each other. And mm-hmm. then after the uh, practice, pretty much the whole the, the media was like, man, Aaron Rodgers is frustrated already. He doesn't even like his offensive line isn't helping him. His defensive line isn't doing anything like. It's preseason. It's preseason. Yeah. What's your – I think Aaron Rodgers just gives off the very abrasive personality. He's a dick. He, yeah. that, that's he's one way dip. to put it. He's a dick. So um, I, he doesn't let his emotions hide behind any type of veil. He's just going to let it all hang out, yeah. which gives the media a lot of stuff to dissect. But at the end of the day, he's still Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure the Jets will do fine. I'm predicting them. Right now, this was really early, but first round playoff out. If they get that him, I think I think Aaron Rodgers is still good enough right now to guarantee you a competitive spot in the playoffs. Not competitive but like make the playoffs. Yeah. And the rest of their talent's good enough or I think they'll make it. Uh, I just don't see them going far. Dude, if I'll say if the Jaguars play anywhere like they did last season, they're gonna be insane too. Um that and I don't know. Trevor Lawrence. That. Yeah, man. we were talking about the Jets, but Jaguars got brought up because I think they're in the same division. But anyway, no way. You know, it's like the NFC. Jets and the Jaguars. How is New York and Jacksonville in the same? They're in the AFC. Oh, that's conference, not division. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. But yeah, I think I don't know, dude. I really don't see. I don't know if the Jets are going to make it in the playoffs this year. Like, I can't physically put a prediction mm-hmm. on it or say what they're going to do because I genuinely have – I don't know yet. Like, it's so hard to put that out there right here. And if I say something, mm-hmm. you know the exact opposite's going to happen whenever. It <laughs> comes time. Yeah, but it is what it is. I don't see the I don't know. I just don't – I don't know. They're, they might make it. They might not. But. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will be Aaron Rodgers this year or mm-hmm. do you think he's going to start declining? It'll be like week 12. Week eleven, and you'll see he'll he'll have a little bit of a good like mm-hmm. start, and then week eleven, week twelve, and then he'll just plateau and stay mm-hmm. week fifteen through seventeen or eighteen. He'll just stay the same, and it's gonna be hard for them because they have so many different weapons and options. That when you have too many weapons and options, it gets hard to choose who you're gonna like. What which one you want to go mm-hmm. to? How you're gonna get to? Them. Can't pick and choose favorites, but. I think Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson, they're a pretty good combo together, like wide receiver, mm-hmm. quarterback duo, but I just don't know if they're gonna be physically able to make it to the playoffs this year. I don't know. You're predicting the injury. Yeah, so. I'm not maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't think I don't see them making it as far as most people are hyping them up to. I'd say if peak Aaron Rodgers is a five out of five, I'm projecting he'll be like a three point eight, four out of five this season. You're giving him some,
1: some, some credit, or yeah, you're, you're
0: riding him, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, I get it. He's badass. Like he's he he deserves all the hype. I mean, he showed every reason why he mm-hmm. he deserves it. But I think there's only one quarterback who could play Father Time, and that was old Brady. Yeah, and even Father Time started beating him like a fiddle oh, last year. Dude, are you kidding me? Can you think of an athlete who never got beat by Father Time? Mm, no. I can only think of one. That's Bill Russell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's, I'm trying to think. Uh, Tim Duncan, if he would have retired a year earlier, he could have went out saying he beat Father Tom, but Kobe, if, like he definitely got his butt kicked by Father Tom. Mm-hmm. He got that Achilles <laughs> tore yeah. by Father Tom. That's true. I didn't even think about that one. Uh, yeah, it's really Who, who – I'm trying to think of, like – I don't really know. Too many. Didn't uh, Dan Elway retire after one of the Super Bowl? John Elway? Yeah, I'm, I got Dan him and Dan Rooney. Marino. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, John Elway. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, if, him I, and Shannon Sharp together were awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure by that point he was kind of getting carried like Peyton Manning oh, yeah, in 2016. Sure. But sure. Still, I think if you win... Winning the championship, you can't say you got beat by. Paul yeah, time. no, not at all. Except for Peyton Manning, because that year he was kind of boned. That was the defense. I mean, he did hold the record for most passing yards in the season, or up all time, something like that. That, but one season that he won the Super Bowl and then he retired. You know what I'm talking really? about? Really? Let me look that up real quick. Cause he, I know for a fact that he did something his last season, but it was like he. What was it? Yeah, he hit fifty yeah, oh one touchdowns. touchdowns. Are, yeah, most touchdowns in a single season. So. Okay, so maybe we can add Peyton Manning to the list. Derek yeah. Jeter, last game mm-hmm. in Fenway walk-off. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, and it's hard to beat Father Time, mm-hmm. And especially, it's just the ego that comes along with being a top-tier athlete. Mm-hmm. You always think that you can keep performing at the level you're at until you don't. Right. I mean, it's like... I feel bad because I wanted to say chipper, but then you gotta think like his no. last his last season, dude. I was kinda rough. I felt shoot, goodness gracious. But he got screwed. The playoffs that year. They called yeah. an infield fly rule and mm. the ball was in the middle of the like Against <laughs> and, the Mets too of all yeah, teams. That was against the uh that was the Mets. That was the Cardinals. I swore it was the Mets. We played the Cardinals that series. TBS. What about a pool host? Yeah, you gotta give it to him too. I yeah. mean, Miguel Cabrera, now that you say that, he just passed mm-hmm. uh, you, Robin Yount, 19th all-time, really? sole leader, sole place in 19th of a uh, 3,000 yeah. and some change hits. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. So, it's mostly, it seems to me, like baseball players. Right. If anybody's going to have longevity, it's going to be a right. baseball player. Right, right. But, so you were saying that you think that uh, – Aaron Rodgers is going to be a part of one of the best QB wide receiver duos. Could what, are you, what are you expecting out of Lamar Jackson and Odell? Oh, I don't That's think Odell is going to be able to stay home. You don't. Dude, yeah. I think it's going to be fun football. I think the hype that the Jets have right now should be placed over Baltimore and showered all of them. I think the Baltimore Ravens this season are going to explode. Bro, I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson got paid. He got a wide receiver mm-hmm. in there. They got KJ Domins at running back. Their defense, they lost Calais Campbell, but that's fine. Falcon got him. I'll take it, which I think he played with the thing I don't even know if he was on Baltimore when they got him, but I, mean, I think he was. But anyway, they, uh, their defense is going to be rugged. Kind of feel bad for them on that. But they, they're they going to have the number one offense, in my opinion. I'm calling a second round out. No, they're not making it the playoffs. They're just going to be like – You don't think? No, they're just going to be explosive. Like, that's, not, that's what I meant by like – they're going to be insanely good. there's just offensive-wise, they're going to be – they probably won't punt, I would say, half as much as than like any team in the NFL this year. They will not. Just because, like, it's going to be hard to not get first downs when you have Lamar Jackson, K.J. Dobbins, Hollywood Brown, uh, Odell. Like you're – like I just said earlier about the Jets, <clears throat> when you have so many different options and weapons, knowing how to use them and how to utilize them, that's – I don't know. That's just what Baltimore's gonna have to do. So then why don't you think they're gonna make the playoffs? Uh, just because they're like you you gotta have defense. Like you can't just go out there and put up thirty five points a game and then give up forty points a game. So you think their defense is gonna really trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their defense is trash. But I, they're gonna they're gonna be explosive, I believe. I, I really think they're gonna have an explosive offense. It's just they're not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do shit. you are gonna just give up so many different. I guess. How would you explain it? I, they'll give up so many more points than what they'll put up, but they'll also put up so many points. It'll kind of be hard to beat them to an extent. Does that make sense? Not at all. But no, they'll, gonna, they'll, no they'll, I get what you're they'll saying. They'll put up so many points, but they'll give up so many points that, like, when you give up so many points and you put up so many, it's like hard to. I don't know how to explain it to like where. So you think like they're gonna? Sort of, you think they're gonna be mid. I mean, they'll be their offense will be amazing, I believe, but their defense will be trashed. Making the team, yes, they won't be it won't compensate for each other. They're not going to make it as far as. All right. But I wish the hype would be put on them because I I really think that it's going to be fun backyard football. I hope so. I hope uh, Oviedo can stay healthy enough yeah. to make it fun. I just don't see it happen. He's kind of at the point where yeah, he's, he's every little knicker. After he got after he got hit in the head by that goalpost thing, the field goal thing in mm-hmm. New York that time, he just hasn't been the same player. But who knows, bro? I hope he comes out there and puts up 15 touchdowns, 2,000 yards. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Matt Mahomes actually just predicted a Chiefs three-peat. I can't say uh, follow him there, but... I do like to see confidence. Well, really? They haven't lost anybody or given up anybody. So, I mean, that's just pretty much the same team coming back. Yeah, but it's just math. Like, when was the last – or, like, statistics. When was the last time a team three-peated? I don't think – not three-peated, but went back-to-back. 2004-05. Give me – let's see, August, September. (laughs) Give me five months, and I'll get right back to you on that when them dogs go three-peat, baby. (laughs) Not a shot. And then I'll say, we'll go back to this stream and say, so who what, who do you think was the last whatever? I'm going to say, hey, bro, how about them dogs? Buddy? How about... God's going to get put down. Who's that coming down the tracks? So- <laughs> I don't know about who, but somebody's going to get them. Same thing with the Chiefs. I mean, I just understand they've had a lot of long seasons the last five years. Somebody's going to get hurt. Something's going to mess it up. I just hope not Patrick Mahomes because he's my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, hey, see, where's our chat at? Can you see the chat? Oh no, you yeah, see right it. here. Nobody sent anything. Mm-mm. That's funny. That is awesome. But yeah, I I the uh, what are I, they saying? They're just talking. But uh oh, dude, yeah, and thing about Father Time, mm-hmm. we were talking about this. thing goes out to Taylor, good stuff. He said Vince Carter. Absolutely not. <laughs> I knew that's Absolutely what you would not. say. <laughs> Vince Carter was dog water the last <laughs> When he played for the Hawks, dude. he had a quarter of three one time. He starts running down the court, and the ball was already halfway down the court. And He's like, oh, running back to the, like, the basket, catches a ball, cherry picks. I'm like, let's go, Vince. Let's go, Vince. The one thing I can say about Vince Carter is of all the people to be able to have a second career, as a six-man bench player, it should not have been Vince Carter. Yeah. But like, you would have never thought the athletic, like hyper-athletic guard who can't really shoot. Hey, I will with. say one thing about Vince Carter, though. If you ever see this stream for some reason and you want to play golf, you just let me know, buddy. We'll, we'll go play Bridge Mill any day of the week, twice on Sunday if you want to. I got a, I got a threesome and fourth one whatever you want to play. With. We'll, we'll, me and you will go if we need to, brother. <laughs> I don't care. But we'll go play some golf in Bridge Mill. Now, I'm really liking him as an analyst, though. You know, you know, you're too old when you become an analyst while you're still playing. Because I remember his last two seasons, he would do playoff coverage for ESPN. Yeah. He uh, I'm pretty sure he does stuff with the Hawks now, like in yeah. Valley Sports and all that. Yeah, I believe it. Dude, that's where it's at though. Like having a great career and just being somebody that's known all the time in the NBA world or MLB world, and then instantly retiring just to get paid to talk about what you were just doing for twenty years. Like, I mean, Brady's getting paid what ten million from Fox to be a commentator. Yeah, I'm sure it's something stupid. What are you thinking about Baker? He's taking Brady's spot in old Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't think Baker. No, they'll be trash. Dude, seriously, if the Falcons do not win this freaking division this year, we, I mean, dude, I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch the NFL again. Like, this division right now, the NFC South, is so bad. So bad. You got Saints, all they have is Derek Carr, Cam Jordan. And then you got C.J. Stroud over in, uh, or no, you have Bryce Young in, uh, where is it, Carolina? hmm Right? Yeah. Who does he have? Who are his wide receivers? I have no idea. They're supposed to be – their defense is going to be sick. The Panthers are. But that's it. And then the Buccaneers, you have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask as your two QBs. Like, if you're going to – oh, God. If you're going to hype up Kyle Trask to be your starting quarterback in the NFL, you know for a fact that your team has absolutely zero chance of putting up 20 points a game. Impossible. Would you consider Baker – Oh yeah, Bryce dude, uh Bryce Young does have DJ Moore. He came for the Bears. And dude, he oh, he is sick. He is like one of the best wide receivers in the game right now. I will give him that. Good good call, good shout out to you on that one. He helped me with that. I forgot about DJ Moore. They acquired him this offseason. Sick nasty. Can they not text their chats in the stream? Not yet. They uh something's going on where they have to make accounts and stuff. They're kind of just like popped in. They don't have an account made or anything. But next stream, they'll have it all set up to where they'll chat with us and the whole nine yards. But they can see us, hear us. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, millions. Don't mean to make you look bad. Sorry. I have a bad tendency of doing stuff before thinking about it. He does. I can attest to that. (laughs) But would you consider Baker to be somebody who was a great college player who kind of flamed out in the pros? Yeah. Like, he had the hype up. Oklahoma and then when not, like, doing his thing in Oklahoma, like I had, football two 0. I had a lot of respect for Baker Mayfield in college when he uh they were playing Kansas and the Kansas players would shake his hand and he's on the sidelines and he's like, You guys are a basketball team. Like why are you playing football? And then the guys from across the uh sideline like yelling at him or whatever and he just like sits there and he grabs it. He's like, Dude, he <laughs> did he just like blowing it, bro. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah, but I don't like Baker Mayfield in the NFL now. It's not that I don't like him in the NFL. It's just he's so – he's all over the place. Like one minute he's bringing the Rams in a two-minute drive in his first game with him to win the game. And then the next week he's one for 19 with three interceptions and negative 14 passing yards. How do you have negative 14 passing yards, dog? Like, come on. What are you doing? But, yeah, this is the inconsistency that comes with Baker Mayfield's hard for sure. Now, moving on to basketball, FIBA World Cup is about to start. Yeah. We whooped is Spain today, it's Serbia. Serbia, you start with an S, yeah. like 90 something to 60. And his team, yeah, uh, yeah, we absolutely destroyed them. But I mean, dude, FIBA, I don't really, it's cool and all, but it's just when you put a bunch of no-names. I mean, not even no-names, but just, like, I, like the, the only, middle tier, I would say. Like, the middle, it's deep, like the, decent it's tier It's like the young guns. It's like, you yeah. got Anthony Edwards, I mean, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and that's pretty much it. Seven a bunch of no-names. Yeah. Do um, you think there's a way that they could get more well-known players to do FIBA? No. Like, if the NBA isn't going to pay these people to play the way like, what they want to be played, and FIBA... Obviously, I'm sure they're making a little bit of money, but, like, they're not going to go out there and waste their summer not getting paid, not the, like, I don't know, they're not going to waste their time doing stuff that's not going to make them more money or they know for a fact they're going to go out there and win the whole thing. Because this European basketball is way different than any kind of American basketball. Those dudes, granted, we just killed Serbia today, but, like, those Europeans, mm-hmm. when it matters, they play a whole different type of ball game. See, I just wish more people would view FIBA not as a waste of my summer because I'm playing basketball for free, but look at it just a way to get yourself ready for the season, play against competition you don't usually play against, and just enjoy playing basketball representing your country and getting basically a free gold medal. Dude, no athlete, besides the World Baseball Classic USA baseball team, no athlete gives a rats about their country and supporting their country. You know that. They're, they're there I mean, for the I, money. They're there for yeah. the money. And they, if they're not getting paid to go out all summer long and go jerk out and do whatever and then go play ball against some Europeans, come back to the hotel and then hang out, That if they're not able to do what they want to do like that. Then, man, it's just sad. Do you so. think the NBA, I don't even know if they're allowed to, but they could put in incentives, like a extra financial boost if you do play for the Olympics or if you I'm do I'm sure FIBA. they do that. Like, I, I mean... Which, I, again, I don't know, but I'm sure they would almost have to because who, like, I just don't see an NBA player making $20 million, $10 million a year, whatever it is, is going to waste their summer knowing that they could do their thing, spend time with their people, mm-hmm. like, do their things to get paid and all that, work out on their schedule. And it goes more or less like what you were saying. Why can't they just go out and represent their country and do the right thing? And like, why does it have to have this and that and that and mm-hmm. this, all these incentives added? Like, why can't it just do – you're representing USA basketball. Like, this is one of the most prestigious things that we have. Yeah. You, Like, why would you not want to do that? It just it's it's Like, hard. When you think of USA basketball, who do you think of first? Well, the dream team. Josh Hart or, like, Steph Curry? Like, it's just sad to see us not being represented by the best of the best. No, it's not a big deal. Well, like it's not. like more or less when you have Jalen Brunson as your starting point guard, right? Or you could have Kyrie Irving as your starting point guard. It's like, why, though, would I watch Jalen Brunson instead? Uh, like, why I mean, was, you okay, I mean? Kyrie Irving barely plays for the NBA. Well, I'm much just saying, it's, it, I mean, it's not just Kyrie. I mean, any, I get your any, point. any, any top tier. Like Steph Curry, like, why 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 would he not go? Like you, People like that, it's like, why would I watch Jalen Brunson go out there and brick 0 for 5 from three-pointers when I know for a fact I could be watching Steph Curry on YouTube in mm-hmm. his camp going 9 for 9 from half court. Like, why? Yeah. Like, There's just, you got to look at it way different than what they are. People, like our generation of stuff, when it comes to sports and basketball and baseball and all that, whole nine yard, if it's not hyped up by ESPN, it's not hyped up to this and that, it's not going to be even talked about in, a, in any kind of realm. It's never going to be talked about. That's why FIBA, like, no one talks about it because no one hypes it up. No one brings this superstar potential, mm-hmm. the media, the drama that comes with everything. That's why the NBA is so hyped up because there's so much drama-filled bullshit going on. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. it's almost like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, what? Pretty you much. Like, good god, makes it. If that's- it's like you can follow the NBA and not even watch a single game, just if you watch ESPN or Fox Sports every day. Another thing too, like it may not always just be it's like, yeah, the Tate just said it may not always be the player too, it may be the team who likes like, you know, we're paying you this amount of money, we don't want you going out there and risking this or risking that to be injured and stuff. So like I mean yeah, I remember point. when Chris Paul was playing, or not Chris Paul, Paul George and he got hurt on the yeah, USA oh, and all of a sudden everybody just dropped out. Oh that was so that was bad. Do you remember that? that was, I I've seen the video, I wasn't watching it live, but that was Bad, bad, I will never forget that. Like, he goes up, and when he's at midair, it's like, Oh, he's about to land on that goal. Oh, God, oh, he landed on a goal, and then his leg just is like, I was, was watching. Degrees. I was watching Gordon Hayward live, and mm-hmm. he snapped his ankle. We were together on that one, or no? No, I don't we're, think so. We were, we were, oh, Kevin Ware, yeah, when Kevin Ware popped his leg out. That was disgusting. <coughs> oh, my God. I just remember with Gordon Hayward. He did the ankle thing, mm-hmm. and they just instantly cut the camera to Dwayne Wade, crouched down praying. Yeah. And I was like, geez, something. That was. Because just- the Celtics were supposed to, like, go to the finals that mm-hmm. season. They're supposed to be. Them, climbing. Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford. Like, that was going to be a nasty team, and that just did not pan out at all. That did not happen. Yeah, you hate to see stuff like that, too, because not only is it just gruesome, it's like, bro, he has spent so much time, effort, money. Mm-hmm. Whole, like, putting in so much grind and work to get to that position, just for him to be on the main stage and all that, and it just – he, like, gives out on you. But I don't know. And I get not wanting to play to get hurt, but those same players who don't do FIBA because they're scared of getting hurt also do stuff like the Drew League where they play pickups at UCLA all the time with the Brown yeah. and stuff like that. So Which, I, mean, I mean, like, the Drew League and stuff, that's just that's a sentimental, like – that's always going to be something that, especially from people from the West Coast, more or less, like that's like that's like uh, Jamal Crawford up in Seattle, every dude, Jante Murray, for example, like all those dudes that are from Seattle area and all that, they go play up there. It's like dudes from Atlanta coming down here and playing e- uh, AEBL, like that's like, that's just like pick a ball, like I get what you're saying. But, and you can get hurt just as oh, easily yeah playing so. you can as get you hurt can. walking down the road. like I mean you just that's the risk you take, but I guess I don't know how they look at it, and I don't know what their mindset is, but the only thing I could think of when it comes to, like the true league and those mm-hmm. pickups and stuff is they know for a fact that they're not gonna do or the, the guys that are playing aren't gonna do something mm-hmm. to them that they don't like they don't they don't know what's gonna happen when they're playing in FIBA. you know what I mean, yeah which you never know what's going to happen playing in the Drew Leagues and stuff, but they just feel like they have a better chance of not getting messed up, you know, yeah. just because it's kind of like pickup. I I guess if you feel like you're tearing something, you can just quit, versus if you're in a game, you got yeah, you to gotta keep going. But yeah. that's just food for thought. I don't know. I would like to see a way for the league to fix it, to send our best oh, 100%, people. But Adam Silver's got so much to deal with, I feel like we're going to be stuck with a bunch of – crappy FIBA World Cups probably oh, in the next 20 years. dude, 100%. There will never be another Dream Team. Like, Okay, people talk about the Dream Team. I think the 96 men's Olympic team was better. Mm. Like, the Dream Team looks good on paper, but if you think about it, Magic and Bird were old. Pippen and Stockton were young. Like, the names are there. They definitely are the best names ever assembled. But if you look at that '96 team, you got prime Shaq, prime Elijah, one, prime Gary Payton. Like everybody was just in their prime. I, I would take the '96 team over the '92 team. Do you know the roster for the '96 team? No, not off the top of my head. Yeah, let me pull it up for you just so you can weigh in better on this debate and look prime for prime. I don't. I, I, I don't think it's going to change my my opinion, better. It might. So, okay, the 96 team roster, you had Charles Barkley, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, Carl Malone, Reggie Miller, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaq, Gary Payton, Scottie Pippen, David Robinson, John Stockton, and Mitchell. That's your stupidest take you've ever had in your life. Because look at the age. Nobody on that team is above the age of 34, and nobody's younger than 23. Like, that's just pure prime basketball right there. Yeah, but if you look at the dream team. The dream team was just. You had Christian Leitner. You had Larry Bird, who's 35. Oh, well, you had David, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, yeah, Scotty Pippen, hold Michael up. Jordan. Okay, Clyde they, Drexler, Carl Malone, John Stockton, who was four years younger, Chris Mullen, who was sick, Charles Barkley, who was four years younger, and you had Magic Johnson. So, no, you're who is just because sick. of Christian Leitner at the top. doesn't. No. Okay, think about it, though. Who are you taking, Patrick Ewing or Shaq? David Robinson's pretty much the same. Like, yeah, but if you have David Robinson and Patrick Ewing playing at the same time. Could it Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon? Yeah, you got that. One. was the same. 96 was like two years after Akeem one completely diced up Patrick Ewing. But who's going to stop Bird, Magic, and... Bird was 35. Bird's back was stopping him. But he could shoot. It don't matter. He could be He could be in a wheelchair. Nah, he nah, could shoot. Nah. Yes, he Bird can. was washed by Dude, Bird could 92. Shoot. Yeah, Absolutely Bird could always shoot Let's look Bird up could Bird's 92 stats. Years he could shoot better than both of us right now. In 1992, Larry Bird is averaging 20 points a game. And for, he only played 45 games that season. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Forty-five games. He He played half the season, but he's still average twenty. He's still gonna give you that work. Yeah, and you know who's gonna you know know who's gonna give him that work? Mitch Richmond, Grant Hill, Hill. Penny Hardaway. You think Larry Bird, Penny Hardaway, was gonna work? You think (laughs) thirty-five-year-old Larry Bird can keep up with Grant Hill and Uh, Penny Hardaway? It's experience. It's experience. It's experience. It's experience. No, the '92 team would have ran the floor with this '96 team absolutely all not. because of experience and how much they played well together that's just how, it's, that's how it would have been you uh-huh. know it too i'm i would take 96 i think that we that's... need to go we need to go on 2k and have uh, the uh, we need to live <laughs> Just stream. put it on we simulation need to, we need to live stream it from through millions and just have a simulation playing in the back whoever wins <laughs> the only thing the 92 team has better than the 96 team is jordan which i'll give you that's a lot but I don't think it's enough to overcome. That team was sick. You can't say they weren't. They were sick, sick, sick. What the 96 team do? They won the gold. What did the 92 do? You? Won the gold. Very good. I mean, they're both sick. Yeah. What the 2000s team do? Not win gold? <laughs> My love. That was 2014 that didn't win gold. Oh, was it? That's yeah, right. 2001. Oh, okay. 2006 didn't. yeah God. Or did. Let's see who the 2000s team was. Let's see, because this would have been, let's see, you had Shareem Abdurrahim, <laughs> Ray Allen, Vin Baker, Vince Carter, KG, Tim Hardaway, Allen Houston. God. These guys are absolutely getting destroyed by 96 and... Antonio McDyess. No way. No Steve way. Smith. I need that. Allen Houston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened from dude. 96 to 2000? That's scary, dude. Who was on 2004 that got... Shout out my mom and dad they are listening right now. My dad said Larry Bird's the man. <laughs> oh, he's the man in his prom. We love but, y'all. Yeah, that's a yeah, I mean, shout out Don and J B. Dude, it's just is I love so much debating about that kind of stuff because the way I always looked at it is experience beats a lot of things. Like no matter what it comes down to, whether it's basketball, work, Mm-hmm. Reading a reading a book, it doesn't matter. Like if you have experience in something compared to someone who's younger, but they're talented and they're good and all that stuff. When you have experience, and you have do like you that chemistry. In, that, who would you rather have in two thousand two, Michael Jordan or Tracy McGrady? Okay, see, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna say T Mac, but it doesn't mean that Tracy McGrady or it doesn't mean that Michael Jordan still wasn't like. Experienced, like I'm oh, not yeah, saying Larry Bird wasn't experienced and he wasn't good, but their rotation was more experienced. Like they had that more chemistry than the '96 team would have. They were playing each other for almost 20 years. they weren't. Were they not? They started in Bird, early '80s, it's like 13. So yeah okay yeah. sorry fifteen sorry yeah. fifteen I'm years. i are saying? We're being accurate. So for like fifteen years, that's all they did was play against each other, and then those runs that they would have at UCLA and then LA and all that, dude. That that, well, kind that of same stuff, that, argument not apply to '96 It team. would, but I just don't think that the '96 team is as good. Right. Agreed, I just I think that the I just think the older team, the '92 team, was just they had way more experience together but you just said that the reason the 92 team was better was because john stockton and david robinson were four years younger oh yeah and more and that's fine but they well i'm saying as a whole they had more experience together than the 96 team would have that's just that's what i think they had more experience then like when you were putting these guys together for 15 straight years right Mm-hmm. and they're running every single season But some of those guys weren't together for 15 straight years. Well, not every mm-hmm. single one of them, but, I mean, the main majority of them. Like, the starting five that's on that rotation right there on yeah. the 92 team, they played against each other for dang near 15 years. Every single run and open run they had mm-hmm. was against each other or with each other. But that same thing would apply it to the 96. It would apply to the 96, but they just weren't as, like, the Barkley, names, the names, Olajuwon, and on, and the names on the rotation for the 92 and the names on the 96. Did the 92 team, win, they're winning. You, you can't say that the 96 team will beat them. You can't say that. You've got to take that back. There's just no way you can think that. The dream team would not get beat by the 96 team. we got to do this. we got to simulate it now. We have to find the simulation. We'll see. We have to. We have All right. To. Well, in real world, Marcus Smart just got oh. traded to the Wizards, and Kristaps Porzingis is now on the Celtics. Poor so. guy. Poor guy. Goodness. It's sad man. to see Marcus Smart. He's been pretty much the lifeblood of the Celtics mm-hmm. for the last is, five, six years. No no credit for it whatsoever. It's all Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. That's I mean talent's what gets the hype, yeah. not I mean when you go to Duke and you you're you're the face of Duke and then you mm-hmm. go into the league and then you're the, the face of your team. I mean, you're always gonna get the hype like Jason Tatum did. So, what you're going to do when you go to Wheeler you're just going to get so hyped up that yeah, you go, you go to Cal and then you get $300 million every year for the, ne- the next <laughs> next year, I mean, career. I think Stops is pretty overrated by this point oh, Dude, like, he had potential he had- to be a great yeah. player his, but- what was it his rookie year he did good yeah, yeah unicorn a, yeah that was about it which dude that's what bothers me so much about people going to New York and playing is that like once they have one stretch good of not even a season, they have a stretch of good games. Lynn Sanity. Yeah, like do they have a stretch of good games and then it's like New York shows up and then oh my god, Madison Square Gardens filled every night to watch this guy. And the next season they're like, dude, this guy's so trash. Why do we even like him? Lynn Sanity, nobody has amazing. gotten farther on less than Jeremy Lynn. They made a Netflix documentary about <laughs> oh, he, he played for Four or five different other teams for at least six seasons after that. Yeah. That's, he played for the Hawks. Yeah. it's like, dude, that blew my he mind. He plays in China now. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, how really long hard.
0: did Lim Sanity last? Like a month or two? Yeah, if that. If you, yeah, a couple months. Remember Insanity in March Madness? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Dude, I just can't believe that Marcus Smart is going. He has to play for the Wizards now. That's like after they, after they traded Bradley Bill, too. Like, he is literally going to be the only good player on that team. And I feel so bad for him. He doesn't deserve any of that. There are certain teams, like, once you get sent there, your career is basically done unless you demand to trade. Yeah. Like the Kings, the Bulls. Oh, not the Kings. Not not anymore. You don't think? No. The Kings are legit. They got De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis. Like, they're legit. This like They it, made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah, they did? Yeah, they almost beat the Warriors. They got beaten in six games. Seven okay, games. I'll retract the king from that. No, league. You had every right to because they have always been like that. Like the last time they were good was 02 and Kobe, and then went back to Chris one. Yeah, that series is rigged. Dude, and uh, shout out to what was it? Darius Miller and I can't even remember that guy's name, but they have the Knucklehead podcast, at a couple NBA mm-hmm. vets, and they had on Mike Dibby the other day. Mm-hmm. And Mike Bibby was saying how he believed that the 2000, I think Two. they were 2000, 2002, the Kings, that yeah. team was probably one of the best teams that's ever played. Like, if they mm-hmm. wouldn't have got beat by uh, Kobe and them in the, the game seven, in, yeah, in the game seven, he said they turned the ball over more times, missed more free throws, and the game went to overtime. He was like, dude, if we would have changed three different things about that game, we would have been easily one of the greatest. I'm sure players. he'd have loved to have changed not getting elbowed in the face by Kobe. Yeah, I know that hurt. Good god. Have you seen Mike Bibby lately? He's dude, he's oh my gosh, bro. Like, if he would have been that muscled up when he was with the Hawks, he could have played center over at Horford. Dude, he was it's scary now because like he looks just like a big old bullfrog, He's like Mm sort of yoked up. It's like, dude, what in the world is wrong with y'all? No. yeah, it's rough. I mean, I don't know. I think the Celtics they're going to be mid. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always going to be the same few teams. And then some other teams will come mm. in, and then it'll be them for a few years. And... So, last note of the day. James Harden mm-hmm. has just said he's sitting out training camp with the 76ers. Has anybody pitched more fits with absolutely nothing to show for it than James Harden? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe Kyrie. Ky- now, Kyrie's, Kyrie's got a ring. Yeah. But, I think it's... Not since he started pitching fit, right? Right. Yeah, he got. At least he can say NBA champion Kyrie Irving is sitting out of this training camp. Well, he started acting like that after he won, too. That's the bad part. Like he got a championship and completely like went from like the good guy to the villain ASAP. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, he switched up so fast. I don't think I've ever seen in sports a guy go from being so loved and like a champion to just next season. Mm. Dude, I hate this guy. Calm down, good Lord. But like he has screwed himself so many times by just not shutting his mouth and just playing ball. That's all you got to yeah. do. Keep your mouth shut, play ball. That's all you got to do. And you're getting paid how many yeah. millions of dollars? He thinks he's a philosopher. Dude, I'd go out there and clean that floor with a freaking Kleenex for a million dollars. You give me his check, I'll go do what you want. You me jump on Could you imagine a podcast with Kyrie and Kanye? Yeah. I don't want think about that. Imagine just, like, the philosophical weeds they would we get into. You know how cringy that? Like, they would nah, be answer. terrible. They'd say some of those outlandish yeah. things. Golly. Uh, I wouldn't even know what to think about that. That'd be horrible. Yeah. They'd get God. views, though. Yeah. Streaming <laughs> on millions. Yeah, dude. Kanye <laughs> and Kyrie come to millions. <laughs> That'd be crazy. But Yeah, dude. I had a good time this first stream. Yeah, I I had a great time. We're going to be doing it weekly. Mm -hmm. Look forward to seeing y'all in the future. Yeah, I think next weekend we'll... uh, Every Sunday at 6 o'clock, you can catch us here on Millions, or you can watch it the old way through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google podcast whenever it fits also you're if millions doesn't work by chance and like you can't get the stream or whatever to pop up you're more than welcome to go to YouTube right and look up the Yeah, water we're cooler. doing a joint stream yes, on YouTube. You'll so. be able to go to YouTube as well if you can't find us on here just go to YouTube look up the water cooler and I believe it'll be either show up as a live stream on YouTube or it'll mm-hmm. have the live stream as soon as we're finished up and posted over there or whatever. But, yeah, sounds good. We'll catch you all next time. Have a good one. Appreciate you guys.